Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
That may be your assignment. That may be your assignment for your hands to be used to sow for the kingdom. So, so God can get the glory and we'll still be sitting over there going, well, all I am is a seamstress. No, all I am is a seamstress. Don't you play down who God has called you to be for kingdom. My God, my God, don't you play down that what God has put inside of you. Oh, I feel the glory of God. Don't you play down that what God has put inside of you is not great enough. He gave us so many talents. He gave us so many gifts. And when we learn, come on, Holy Spirit, I feel you in there. When we learn, my God. My God, when we learn what we are and why we are here, then we operate differently. And we don't ever play that down. And the reason that we don't ever play that down is because we understand without a doubt that when we use these talents and gifts, come on, y'all, put that in your notes today. I got to use this for the glory of God. Oh, I feel the Lord. I feel the Lord. My God, I got to use this for the glory of God. One of my gifts is to encourage. Like I love to encourage. It is my gift. I want to speak a word in your life. I, I, when I say I believe in you, I'm not saying that. That's one of my gifts. I love. I long to encourage people. I can be in line at Popeye's, right? My God, I can be in line at Popeye's. And when I'm in line at Popeye's, I see the, the person serving me and I'm like, girl, you look good today. Girl, yo, yo, um, your eyebrows look good today. It does not matter. I always find something good and everybody I connect to. And this is not a force. Your thing may be serving. My God, God may call you to have to be a servant. And can I tell you something? Just because God called you to serve doesn't mean you're called to encourage. You got to know your gifts. They don't always you don't have to operate in all of them. God may have you a heart and give you a heart to serve. Your talent may be to serve someone, to do, my God. So you got to know your talent, your natural talents are the gift God gave you, right? I don't know why I'm going in this direction, but I'm going to let God pull it on out. I guess it, it lines up with us learning who we are and using our gift. So we'll play ourselves down. We'll play ourselves down and, and not even use our gift in the fullness of where we are in this season. Oh, that's a word for somebody. Not even use our gift in the fullness, not even understand the significance of the gift, of the natural abilities, of the things that God has put inside of us in this season. We'll backplay it. We'll downplay it. I don't want you to downplay it. God doesn't want you. Come on, y'all. Start up the gift. Make sure you're sharing this this morning. I don't want you to take what you have inside of you and play down. Can I tell you something? It may just need to be properly developed. Oh, I hope I'm striking something in you in this morning. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. How you going to act like God? How you going to think like God? How you going to be like God? And you downplay yourself or you don't walk into the fullness of what God called you to be. That isn't going to give God glory. I did a reel on my Instagram and I said the next time somebody has problems, with you be being dope, be more dope. Ooh, be be more dope. And where's that? Where's that in the scripture? Let your light shine. Be the salt and the light of the earth. Show up to what God has called you to do in this season. Awake, alive, present. Don't downplay any assignment. Come on, y'all. Any assignment that is given to you by God. Don't downplay it. Don't minimize it. Don't make it as if nothing. Let me share with you the story of my aunt. And then I'm going to back all of this up in scripture. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I'm going to back. And then can I tell you something? When you get in real position, oh, my God, my God. 
When you get in real position, baby, you don't have to scramble for resources. My, 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 my. You ain't got to sell yourself out. You ain't got to do nothing. You ain't got no business. You ain't got to move around in circles that ain't for you. You ain't got to be nice. You don't have to do absolutely any of that. When you learn to align yourself and get in position and let God work through you exactly where you are right now in this season. Exactly, exactly where you are right now in this season, taking the talent, I don't care how small, taking the gift, I don't care how small you think it is, even if it's not been fully developed, submitting the gift first to God, my God, you better say that this morning, Holy Spirit, I got to submit the gift first to God, I hear you, I'm going to do it, Holy Spirit, I got to submit the gift First to God. I got to submit the gift first to God. When I submit the gift, my God, when I submit the gift first to God, guess what? Then what I'm saying to God, I yield my purpose to you. I yield my talents to you. I yield my gifts to you. I'm not going to define this any longer. You know the plans that you have for me. You committed, you first created me in my mother womb, mother's womb. You know the hairs on my head. I'm going to submit all, every gift. I'm going to submit every talent. I'm going to submit it all to you. I'm not going to take um, account that I understand what you're trying to do in this season. I want to yield and render and submit myself to you. Because can I tell you something? Ooh, I hear you, Holy Spirit. God may try maybe trying to develop you for something bigger and greater. Can I tell you something that I didn't understand? Now listen, I had all these degrees. Woo! ABD and a PhD program. About to complete this 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 PhD. About to be this professor. About to be this director of student services. Those are my goals. Want to be vice vice chancellor of academic affairs. I had all these little markers and benchmarks that I had set for myself, right? But can I tell you when I begin to say, Lord, I just want you to get the glory out of my life. He began to redirect me and he began to show me, look at you, these degrees are okay. Um, they're part of the process, but this is not really who I've called you to be. Can I just tell you how he talked to me? He said, you bought into labels. Oh, he said, you done bought into labels, baby. You done bought into titles. You done bought into things that do not even matter in the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, just find the scripture. When the disciples were like, Lord, oh my gosh, my, my, our mind is blown. We able to cast out demons in your names, lay hand on the sick. He came back and said, that's good. <laughs> he said, but what you, what you need to be more concerned with is that your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. That's what you that's what you need to be more concerned with. My God, somebody declared this this morning. I got to get in position. Ooh, come on now. Somebody declared that this morning. I got to get in. I've been out of position. I've been seeking labels. I've been seeking talents. I've been, I've been seeking for names. And I've been out of position. My only position is to make sure my name is in this book. Ooh. My, 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 my. See, you'll start eating different. Ooh. You'll start thinking different. Ooh. You'll start walking different. You'll start moving different. When you understand, no, the only thing that I'm supposed to rejoice in, the only thing that I'm supposed to be focused on is if whether or not my name is written in this book. My God, my God, I got to get in a position I've been out of position trying to imitate my father. Come on, I'm going to speak by the Spirit. Really trying to be God. Ooh, come on now. Really trying to be God. Now, you know who got in trouble for that, right? Who wanted to, who aspired to be God. My God, that was Satan. He aspired to be God. No wonder he has us chasing the things of this world. No wonder he has us focused on the lust of the flesh. No wonder he has us caught up in the pride of life. No wonder he has us consumed in relationships because he aspired to be God. And he knows at any point that we aspire to be God. My God. 
then it cuts us off from true fellowship and true relationship with God. My God. So God didn't give you these gifts and talents to be wasted. He didn't. But the focus is on him. My God. The focus is, is my name in this book? My God, I got to get into position. I got to make sure my name is in this book. I got to make sure that I'm doing the things that honor you, that glorify your name. I don't... and I want to say, I'll say, I want you to investigate that. I want you to check that out. I want you to see the things that that's true to your salvation. My God, I got to get into position so my name will be in the book of life. My God, I got to make sure my life is aligning with the word of God. I got to really accept Jesus Christ to be Lord and Savior so that I don't lean into my own understanding and bite and chew on the same apple. My God, my God, I feel the leading of the Holy Spirit and bite and chew on the same apple that Adam and Eve did because they couldn't faith. For God, they couldn't faith with God. God said, don't, don't touch this tree for a reason or the same fruit, whether it was an apple or not. Don't touch this tree for a reason. Don't eat out of this tree for a reason. You don't need to be like me. You don't need to try to walk like me. You need to imitate. You just need to sit here and fellowship with me and worship me. My God. And then see, that's that's the whole enemy's assignment to have us working outside God's perfect will, to have us thinking we need to obtain more and have more and be tapped into more. God was like, you know, this tree, you don't need to bite in this tree. You don't need all this information. You just need to trust me to be God. You just need to trust me. You ain't got to have it off. Faith don't have it figured all out. Faith don't. My God, I got to get into position. Say that this morning. Declare that this morning. I got to get I got to get into position. My assignment, my job is for my name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. I got to focus more on the relationship with him. And then, can I tell you something? If you really understood your relationship with God, you'll steward your gifts better. It, and it'll it'll never be about you. It'll it'll never it'll never be about you. It'll never it'll never be about you. That don't mean you don't love yourself. That don't mean you don't care for yourself. But it'll never be about you. It'll always be about God's glory. It'll always be about kingdom perspective. I love God. So, my God, I thank you. I got to get in the position. I got to make sure my heart is right. I got to make sure my heart is aligned with the word of God. Go over to Galatians 5 and 22. My God. And people always say, well, well, you know, you accepted Jesus Christ. I Five, walk by the spirit. That's the freedom that was given us in the Christ Jesus. Says, once you walk by the spirit, don't let nobody else trouble you. Pull you into anything else, pervert you, mislead the church. He talks all about misleading the church. Then he gets here. He said, now the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. Sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies. Envy, drunkenness, riotness, behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So we got to get in a position. We got to let God work through the greater thing in our heart so that we can use our talents and our gifts for his glory. My God, and for his name's sake, and understanding that our talents and gifts, this stuff is temporal. This stuff is temporal. So let me just give you this, because we want to talk about imitating God and bringing a standard of excellence everywhere we go. I don't know why we in this direction, but I'm going to let the Lord lead us, right? And I'm I'm learning more. I gave you a little bit about God filling us up and healing us, right? Well, then once he's filled us up and healed us, he'll give us the reasonable portion we need to continue to carry out our assignment as an ambassador here on earth. This is so powerful. Holy Spirit, speak to me today. So you have natural talents, 
that are the gift from God, right? These are the abilities, the part of you of who you are. These are your artistic talents. These are your intelligence. This is your physical strength. This is your organizing ability. And so there's something very innate with your natural talents, right? There's something very innate in this part. Sometimes your natural talents are latent. They're unrecognized, right? And they're unused, right? Until something in your life, come on, Holy Spirit, until something in your life brings your natural talent forward. The, I'm trying this morning, I'm not going to say I'm. The Holy Spirit is trying to orchestrate if we're going to imitate if we're going to love correctly if we're going to use our gifts and our talents for kingdom's purpose right understanding what this is something that's innate in you my god i thank you for this this is something this is something sometimes unrecognized in you this is sometimes something inside of you that's hidden and the reason that it's hidden right is because we haven't either reached a place to use it yet we don't understand can I tell you something? There were things that I thought about myself until I came into my relationship with a depth with God that I did. I was good at, but it really wasn't what I was called to do. I was good at it, but it wasn't really what I'm called to do. I have a great administrative gift. I have a great administrative gift. And I'm not talking about just as a secretary. I have a great administrative gift. That gift works for me often, right? But that's not my all my gift. I have somebody that serves with me that that's their gift. They think, look, live through the gift of administration. They can use that gift innately. They can see processes, signs, and all this other stuff. I'm good at it. It's inside of me. I can orchestrate and pull things together, but I'm a builder by nature. This is why you need a whole team. This is why you need to be in circles with people who can compliment you, right? So sometimes we don't even know um, what our talents, what our thing. Then we have learned abilities that are our gift from a God. The learned abilities that we have are our informal and our formal education. Things that we've learned to do as a result of our observing people. So my administrative gift is more learned. Those are my learned abilities. These are things that I learned from formal education. These are the things that I learned from informal education. When you have an innate gift of administration, you do that. That's just a part of you. You see that when you go into the room, right? So when you have a learned ability from God. Those are results of observing other people. These are the word results of the things that you get from education. These are the results that you learn from parenting. You're deliberately learning how to do this. That's what a learned ability is, right? There's still a gift from God. There's still a gift from God, but this is a learned ability. Sometimes our learned abilities will overlap with our natural abilities. Oh my God. Come on, man. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Sometimes our learned abilities will overlap with our natural abilities. Sometimes our learned abilities will further develop our natural abilities, right? So when we have learned, when we have these learned abilities, we've acquired them, right? Um, you can be a musical talent who um, studies music in a formal way. Um, my JoJo... Um, my Jojo loves music. All my kids love music. My family is such a musical family. We so love music. So my Jojo loves music, but my Jojo can also read music. He can read sheet music, right? And it's allowed him to teach himself how to play the keyboard, even though he's learned to play the trombone, even though he's learned to play the saxophone, right? So his innate thing for music has overlapped. Jojo is an artist, and I'm just using Jojo. This is Jojo's artwork behind me. Jojo is an artist. Well, the art classes he's taken, right, um, have helped him to study in a formal way. So, back that up. We got natural talents that are a gift from God, and then we have learned abilities that are still a gift from God. And sometimes our natural talents and our learned abilities, come on, Holy Spirit, they overlap each other, right? The natural talents and the, um, they overlap each other. So we have to begin to identify and understand. You got to say this, my talents and my gifts are from God. You got to note that because we'll be giving ourselves way too much credit. Oh, some power on this this morning. And, and this is why we have difficulty imitating God in the arena, arenas 
that God has called us into because we don't understand or we don't, nobody ever really taught us that even our learned abilities are gifts from God. Come on, y'all. That God opens your mind to be able to conceive the information. And can I give you a sign of how we don't understand or know this? One of the reasons we don't understand or know this is because, or a, a sign that we don't know this is when we're so puffed up in ourselves. When we just be real. I used to love to read my resume. I Can I tell them that? Jose? I did something now. I used to love to read my resume. Like I used to love to put my resume out there. And I remember one time I was serving my husband. I'm just going to be real. I was serving my husband and I took a part-time position somewhere and I really wasn't even supposed to take this position. Somebody say she wasn't supposed to take this position. I was not supposed to take the position. I took the position because I was not feeling important. I'm going to drink my own cup. I'm going to sip. I'm going to do my own sip. I took the position because I was not feeling important. I did not feel as if my assignments in that season to my husband was important enough. I'm just letting y'all in all my business this morning. And I'm going to give you the scriptures. We're going to get to the scriptures. I did not. That's it. I'm just going to be real. I'm going to put all my business out there. I'm going to sip my own. I'm going to sip my own tea. I'm going to sip my own tea. I'm going to sip my own tea. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to be here. I didn't think my assignment to my husband in that season was important enough. And because I didn't think that assignment to my husband in that season was important enough, I was looking for something to tie into to make me feel more important. I had finished my bachelor's in sociology. I had finished my master's in gerontology. And I took an assignment. I took an assignment at the University of Arkansas of Medical Sciences to work in their memory research center because I just felt the oh, I need to use this master's in gerontology. I need to use my degree. I want to feel important, right? Well, I was, um, we were a part of this group, a network group called Arkansas Minority Health. And my husband brought me something back, something to my attention. I'm going to put my business all out there. I hope it helps somebody. When, when I went to that this week, they called me up to present from my group, from my organization. When I was putting all my slides together and I was writing them, concocting, I'm like, duh, 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 putting all my slides together, I said, I made a statement. And I said to him, I said, I finally get to do something important. I finally get to do something important. I finally get to do something important. I finally get to do something about me. I was looking for something to define me. I didn't understand my talents and my gifts in that season were sent so that I could serve him. And I'm not talking to my reasonable service in the season. In this particular season was for me to serve unto my family and my husband. So then I was stretched and stressed out trying to do all these multiple things. Right now, not to mind you, not to mind you that my husband and I, that, that's not important. That's what the Holy Spirit said. So I'm just telling you, I did it because I was looking for importance. When we understand that our talents and our gifts come from God, we will rightly submit our talents and gifts to where they're supposed to go for that season. Yep, looking for stuff to define us. Looking for stuff to prove that I'm important. When I was doing the most important thing that I needed to do in that season, which was be his wife, be a mother to my kids. Ooh. So you got to ask yourself, Lord, what season am I in? Lord, what season? Lord, what season I am? What are you assigning me to in this season? My God. Because again, again, Holy Spirit, this is so good. Again, my talent and even my learned abilities are still a gift from God. My talents. So my natural talents, the stuff that I'm born with, and then my learned abilities are still a gift from God. My God. So I want to give you that, a little bit more of that, and I'm going to give you spiritual gifts, and then we're going to wrap this up with some scripture. scripture because we're learning how to imitate God. We're learning how to imitate God. Learning how to imitate God. I, my, I, I did not understand. I did not understand how God wanted to use me at first in my husband's life. I did not understand. I, my self-importance was more important than anything else. Ooh, I'm just going to be real. My self-importance was more 
That was out. And can I tell you what it came from? It came from insecurity. It came from me not understanding my righteousness. It came from me not understanding my worth in Christ Jesus. It came from me not understanding that I was a vessel, that I was here as a vessel to be used for this temporary time on this earth. Well, when I, Colossians 3.23, learned to do everything under the Lord, I learned that surrendering, submitting my gifts, my talents, my learned to abilities to others is the way of kingdom. Whoo! <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. I learned submitting my gifts, my talents, and my abilities to others was the way of kingdom. That's what kingdom looks like. It's a yield. It's a yielded system to others. My God. Because there's only one king, right? And then he places us all in spheres of influence to make a name for his glory, to define what it looks like to live in his glory, to define what it looks like for us to live and work in the kingdom of God. So I render and submit my talents and my gifts. So let me tell you about change around. I remember coming to my husband and I struggled with putting my PhD down. I'm just going to be real. I remember coming to my husband and I said, I think I'm going to pause the PhD program so that I can make sure I'm putting more emphasis on you right now in the house. Because we had also been dealing with his health, his condition. We have been dealing with a lot in his health. I said, I think it's important in this season for me to pause and put this down and focus more on you in this house. And he said to me, he said, Lakeisha, if you will do this, if you make a decision, do you know that the, the honor that you're getting ready to receive from God? Do you know that the, the honor that you're getting ready to receive from God when you make a decision to do this, that you're going to honor your household above everything else? Now, it does not mean I wasn't serving at church. I still was serving at church. I still was serving in ministry. I was focused on what I needed to focus on in that season. But can I tell you that when I made the transition, when I let go of being self-important, when I understood that my learned abilities as well as my um, innate abilities were a gift from God and to be used for his reasonable service, just find me the scripture for reasonable service, then that God was doing a greater work in my heart and my value for my family changed and the value for the relationships. Now, don't let me play like I had it all together because this flesh was rebelling against this. I had a benchmark set in my life of what I thought was successful. I had a benchmark. I had a benchmark, right? My level of thinking, right? He says our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. My level of thinking, my benchmark, was at eye level. Ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit. This was where my level was. It was at eye level. It was at what I can see. Can anybody tell what happens when my benchmark is at eye level? I can only see. See, I can't really see y'all anymore. I can't really see what's ahead of me. I can't really see into the depth of anything. Because my benchmark level was at eye level, this pencil level, then my view was only obstructed by what I could see in front of me. Oh, 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 oh. So right here, because my level, my benchmark, my benchmark was right here. My benchmark of what I thought is was successful. My benchmark of what I thought was God's best for me was right here. Um, and understanding, right, that his ways and our ways are not his ways, the level and scope of God's benchmark for what he had for my life was greater than anything that I could imagine. Well, when, <laughs> come on, Jen, when I, Jen broke that down. Woo, that's why, see, that's why you need bad sisters on your team. See, I got a scholarly sister on my team. Come on now. Woo, that's why I got bad sisters on my team. Get Jen said at eye level, I, I, I level instead of, right? I level, my level. So at this scholarly level, it was really, so once I, Looked at it, it's an obscure, it's a it's an obscure vision. It's an obscure vision, right? So then 
when I begin to submit my my gifts and my talents, and I begin to understand that everything, Colossians 3 and 23, everything unto the Lord. Romans 12 and 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing God. This is your true and proper worship. Right? So then once I took that plank out of my eye, <laughs> I, I'm not, the Holy Spirit is not getting ready to do me like this this morning. Once I took that plank out of my eye, right? Instead of focusing on the speck in everybody else's eyes in my house and what I thought everybody else should be doing, once I removed the plank from my eye, and God, woo, come on now, once I removed the plank from my eye, and God began to show me that this was my eye level, right, and his ways were higher, and that my gifts and my talents, remember, my natural abilities, my learned abilities, were to be submitted unto him, Colossians 3 and 23, do everything unto the Lord, right? Do everything unto the Lord. Then I could see his higher ways. Then I could let his word be a lamp unto my feet. Then I could let his word be a light unto my path. Because when I'm at eye level and I'm focused, right, right here, his word, I'm missing the visibility of his light. I'm missing the visibility of his lamp. I'm not able to expound and see. My vision is obscured. My vision is obscured in the natural and my vision is obscured in the spiritual. So then when I made the decision, right? Because often, can I say this? Holy Spirit, often we want to let our light shine, right? Outwardly in other places. When the first place your light need to shine is in your house. When the first place your light needs to shine is in your immediate surroundings. So I think I did maybe another semester of the PhD program. And after I did another semester of the PhD program, I finally put the pressure down because the other thing was I was under an insurmountable pressure that God never even asked me to be under. I placed myself because remember my benchmark was here. My benchmark was here. So then once I began to remove my benchmark, I took the plank out my eyes. <laughs> once I took the plank out my eyes and dealt with the plank in my eyes, and I began to submit myself unto the Lord, he began to rearrange my schedule so I wasn't overwhelmed, so I wasn't stressed out, and so that I could serve, be my reasonable service unto my household, so that I could lend my talents and my gifts to my husband in this season for him to accomplish the things that he needed to accomplish. That was my assignment in that season. Now, make the transition. When my husband made the transition to go be unto the Lord, because he made that decision to go be with the Lord, this was his assignment and his words to me. Now, it's time for you to go be everything that you were created to be to this world. That's a transition. That's a transition. That's why you got to know your seasons. That's why you got to know who you are in the Father, right? So then he said, now that I'm leaving, now that I'm going to be with Jesus, now it's your assignment to go and be all that you need to be to this world because God created you to make world pack. pack. That's the season. So in this season, my focus, even in my singleness, is not to get married. Woo! God's going to handle that in the right season because there will be things that I have to be unto my husband. Baby, baby, baby. So in my single season, my focus is to be everything unto the Lord. Not unto, where do you need to use my gifts and talents? See, I don't serve just y'all on Facebook. I don't serve just LMJ Ministries. I have a couple other ministries and individuals that I serve as well because the Lord has said to me, this is where I need you to submit your talents and your gifts. And I've done, I'm doing it. Can I tell you? It ain't a dollar amount assigned to it, but God always makes sure I'm taken care of because this is where he's told me to lend my talents and my gifts. This is where my talents and my gifts are making room for me. This is, these are the people that need me in this season, and this is where you're supposed to pour yourself out. When we learn to wield and yield our members to the kingdom, 
then God can get the ultimate glory. And we don't live at the eye level of an obstructed view. We live at God's level in his ways and in his season and in his timing, right? So my service unto my husband, service unto my family made sense in that season. Now in my single season, my service to y'all, my service to kingdom makes sense in that season. When the Lord transitions me to be married again, and he will soon, <laughs> when he transitions me to do that, my service will be unto God, unto my husband, and then unto everything else because my season will have transitioned again. That is why it is important for us to know and understand our seasons. Understand that I learned our gifts, our talents, and our abilities are unto the Lord. So, we learned our natural talents, our abilities we are born with. We got to get out of here. This is so good, right? You naturally might be a fast runner. You might naturally sing on tune. These talents and gifts are evident, right? They, As we grow and mature, somebody say, as I grow and mature, as we grow and mature, there will be opportunities to use them for the glory of God, right? Our environment facilitates the development for our natural abilities. I'm not finna throw nothing at y'all. Our environment facilitates the development for our natural abilities. That's why you got to be planted in the right environment. That's why you got to be connected to the right people. That's why you got to know that and understand it. Your environment is what's going to facilitate your talents, your gifts, and your abilities. You never should be connected to something or someone that does not want you to grow. If, if there is no opportunity in your environment to express and use your talents, you will not grow. Also, you should not be afraid to connect to environments that's going to push you to grow. Right? You, you, should, you should pray and ask the Lord, sit me at tables and in spaces and environments and with women that are going to push me, or men that are going to push me to grow. My talents are not going to grow. They're not going to become mature. They're not going to be able to be expressed if I'm not in opportunities for them to grow. For them to grow. For them to grow. And this is not, I got to watch, I got to watch my people because we get violent here. I ain't, ain't nobody going to misuse me. That's not what I'm saying. If you're in an, it's your responsibility to maintain your environment, not anybody else, not anybody else, not anybody else. Yes, 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 yes. That's so good. Jen said, we're all meant to produce our fruit of the spirit and individual talents while connected to the same ground, the foundation of the Lord. It is, this is because this is where we get bitter. I need to do this. This is where we get bitter. It is not anybody else's responsibility to maintain your environment. That they use me. You're responsible to recognize if you're in the right environment for you to grow. <laughs> you're responsible. Somebody may not even have what's in them to help pull out of you what you need to grow. The soil may not be fertile for what's inside of you. The environment may not be right for what's inside of you. They didn't see me. They may not be. They may not have the gift in them to see you. We put too much responsibility on people instead of putting our responsibility of who we are in the Lord's hands. It is not on people. <laughs> he will place you in the right places if you lean not into your own understanding and you make God the goal. You make his presence the goal. You make his relationship with God. He will divinely align you and connect you with the people that you are supposed to be connected with. So if you're in an environment that's not conducive to your growth, it's not the people in the responsibility. Make sure the environment is conducive to you. It's your responsibility to make sure that the environment is conducive. I got two plants downstairs. It's my responsibility to till the soil, to make sure that it's watered, to make sure they're properly planted. Jojo told me the other day, he said, this plant right here, you're going to have to randomly rotate this plant because the way it's growing. That's what he told me the other day. He said, mother, you're going to have to rotate. You're going to have to 
plant and rotate that plant. So it is your job. It is your responsibility. <laughs> it is your responsibility to make sure that you are planted in the right environment. When people don't recognize your gifts, your talents, your abilities, maybe they're not supposed to. Maybe they don't have the capacity to. And we stay connected. My God, can I say this? By the spirit, the Lord said, we stay connected to dead things all the time. We stay connected to environments all the time because we're afraid to go into new environments because we're, we're we say we want to be. But God will provide an opportunity and an environment conducive to grow. And we won't even pick up our little roots and go get planted someone else. Can I tell you some other reason why? Because the environment that we're in, let us shine a little bit. Or the environment we're in, you did use our talents and gifts. And we got so addicted to the praise, even though we're not growing. I'm going to lay down on my own altar. I'm going to lay down on my own altar. I'm going to lay down on my own altar. We got so addicted to the praise. We got so addicted to the praise that we stayed in environments that were not even conducive to our growth. Because of the praise that was given us to an environment. Not even watching that our roots were outgrown the pot that we were in. Not even watching that the pond, we fish in a pond and we done got too big. Not even watching and paying attention to ourselves because we so addicted to the praise. So I won't set myself in a new circle if I feel like I'm not going to get the recognition I need when I'm really in a season where I need to be further developed, where my gifts and talents need to be pushed to a different level of creativity. Oh, my God. I got to go. I got to go. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to go. So I work the same job. I stay in the same place. I have the same friends. I deal with the same circumstance situation. And if I'm addicted to praise, I'm going to stay there. My, I'm going to stay in that position because I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to the praise, right? Well, if I feel like if I'm uncomfortable with growing, if I'm uncomfortable with coming great, if I'm uncomfortable with my life shining, I may stay in that position in that place as well because I'm afraid to be seen because I don't want the repercussions that come with being seen. Although the Lord has placed something greater in me for me to be seen. See, that was really my story. I wanted to be seen, but I didn't want to be seen. I wanted to be seen for all the wrong reasons. When God was trying to show me this is what I need you to do, and it's all for my glory. My God, we got to resist the temptation to be seen. We got to resist the, 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 the temptation for manly applause. We got to render unto Caesar what is Caesar, and render unto God what is God. I got to give you two scriptures. Let me give you a couple of scriptures. Ephesians 2 and 10, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God prepared to do this for you in advance. Woo! Exodus 35 and 10. All who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord has commanded. That's so powerful. James 1 and 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Proverbs 22 and 9. Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. Your gift will make room for you. Last one. Jeremiah 4, 4 and 5. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Circumcise your hearts, you people of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Or my wrath will flare up and burn like fire because of the evil you've done. Burn with no one to quench it. Announce in Judah and proclaim in Jerusalem and say, Sound the trumpet throughout the land. Cry aloud and say, Gather together. Let us flee to the fortified city. Circumcise my heart, Lord. Circumcise my heart, Lord. Circumcise my heart, Father. Circumcise my heart. Circumcise my heart so that I do it all for your glory. My God. I need to teach y'all some more of this. And we're going to talk about imitating our Father. So I'm just going to leave these notes up. I love you. I think that's it. Is that it, Holy Spirit? That's it. I love you. I hope this means something to you today. I hope you take this and let this push you into the place. If we're going to imitate God in our gifts and talents, we're not going to be puffed up. 
We're going to imitate God correctly. I need to do one thing. If y'all will bear with me for just one second. Kelly Jackson, I need you to drop your cash app so we can be a blessing to you today. If you are new to the devotional, the Lord will lead us to sow into the lives of one of our brothers and sisters. We do this totally by the spirit. This is not planned. You do not have to do this. But when the Lord puts us in the direction to sow into a brother or sister's life, I promise you, it's because there is a need. Today, we need to be a blessing to Kelly Jackson. Kelly, will you please? I don't know what you stand in need of, sister. I don't care if we did this not too long ago. None of that matters to me. I'm going to obey God and I hear him. Your name keeps being illuminate. So Kelly, can you drop your cash out so that we can sow into your life so that whatever it is you stand in need of, God can heal, correct, deal with. Lord, I thank you for being a blessing to my sister Kelly Jackson today. I thank you for honoring her. I thank you, Father God, for giving us an opportunity to give into her life. As my girl Julia always says, another opportunity to sow another opportunity to be a blessing to someone else so as we drop kelly jackson's app, app, um, cash app on all the social media platforms so into your sister today let me remind you also that worship is a form of giving and today we are going to bless the lord in our giving um, you can go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can go over to the cash app, dollar sign, LMJ Ministries. Let me read this scripture to you as you prepare yourself to give. Give, and it will be given unto you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over, will it be poured in your lap? For with the measure you use it, it will be measured unto you. That scripture has so much depth into it. It's not limited to your financial giving. It's your talents. It's your time. It's so much more in that scripture. But I'm going to obey God, right? So give, give, giving, give it, become a conduit for giving for Jesus Christ. My God, Lord, I thank you for every opportunity to give. Bless the giving of your people. My God, as they honor you in their tithes and their offering, may more fruit abound to their account and may you give seed to every sower, Lord God, so that they continuously soak again, open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on us that no man will, shall, we won't even have room, room for so that we can pull into, pour into others. Say this over your life today. I got to get seed in my hand so I can be a sower. Say that. Declare that over your life today. I have to get seed in my hand so that I can learn to sow into the kingdom of God. Now, my second thing to you, and I need all my light ladies Bible study ladies to hold too because I got an assignment for you today. My second thing to you is if you have never accepted Jesus Christ, there she go, Kelly Jackson, 1968. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, right? Kelly Jackson, make sure we got that right because on Instagram, there's a different spelling of it. It's not the E. It's not an E in it, Nisi, so change it on Instagram. Just make sure you put it on YouTube. It's Kelly Jackson, 1968. Is it with the E or without? No, well, no it is with the E. Jess has it wrong. I'm sorry. Jess, change that. My God, it is with the E. Nisi, you're right. You're right. It's, it is Kelly Jackson, 1968. Thank you. Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y-E, Jackson, 1968. Let's be a blessing to our sister today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you you got to get seed in your hands so that you can become a sower, right? You were called to be a conduit and a blessing for kingdom. That's not just for this ministry. That's for everything that you're supposed to be attached to. So we got to get out of a consumption mentality and get into the mindset of a farmer. Oh! My God, Nisi, I apologize for that. It wasn't you. It was us. We were off. My God, we got to get into the habit, the mindset. Say, I got to be in the mindset of a farmer. I got to be in the mindset of a farmer, not just for myself. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.